Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories. Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. What's happening, guys? We're here at the NFB conference with Shine Podcast and Hope Without Sight. Sailor, take it away, brother. What are we doing? Yes, we're interviewing people who've overcome challenges in life because our podcasts are very similar. Mark, you yes. inspire people to shine. I inspire people to dream big and look beyond hope without sight because there's hope and you can truly live a life full of bliss where bliss reigns supreme. <laughs> bliss. And yes, so we've had a great conference so far. Hey, what's going on, guys? We're back with the Shine Podcast. I'm interviewing some new folks also. I got Hattie here with me, and I got Jason, who I just met on the piano. I heard him playing some beautiful music, so I was like, I'd love to highlight him as well. So, Hattie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you, and what's your mission? Who am I? Well, um, I'm a child of the king, I must say that, and I enjoy music, mm. I love praise and worship. Yes, um, beautiful. Uh, actually, I was supposed to be at praise and worship on Sunday, and I missed this going to be a convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I love, I love, I love praise and worship, um, and I, my passion is baking. Uh, I bake, I cook. My passion is cooking. I mm. love to cook. I love to cook. I would go to sleep and be like, okay, God, what kind of dish can I come up with to wow. be different, you know? Oh, that's good. And so um, I was baking cookies one day and I was like, oh, these cookies are good. They're gourmet. I'm going to make some gourmet cookies. So yeah, yeah. I just went to adding little different things to the cookies. And then I was like, okay, okay, God, I need a new cookie right now, you know. And I would come <laughs> up with a cookie. And then I talked to people. And one guy said, well, I need you to make a cookie for me. Mm. I need you to make a peanut butter cookie and drop some chocolate chips in there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, okay. So it was a hit. And people started liking it. Then my little brother said, well, I want you to try something different. I want you to dip the cookie in chocolate. And I'm like, okay. So then when I did it, he was like, oh, but it got this taste. It's, what's that candy? What's that candy? I said, Butterfinger? He said, yeah, but you got to give it a different shape. So I'm like, okay, God. Uh-huh. Now, I don't have no Butterfinger-shaped pan. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I made that. I rolled the dough up smaller, mm. and then I shaped it as a log. I rolled it as a log. Oh, wow. So when it came out baked, it was like a little log. Mm. And so I took the log, and I dipped it in the chocolate, and mm. that was my Butterfinger cookie. Wow. I said, I got it. I got it. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only thing I'm trying to figure out. How can I keep the chocolate on the candy when it's hot? Right. Because so I, I got to keep it cool. So after I baked it, I put it in the ice box and I let it cool. 
and it it's stuck right there too. Wow. But it's just that if I mail it to somebody, I just don't know how long it's gonna last. If the truck is gonna last, so I might right. have to do a troubleshoot and send it to somebody and tell them to tell me did it stay on there. But mm. I I love baking. I bake all kind of cookies, and um, it's just that. I don't know. That's don't awesome. Know. That, that's so you, you've gotten real creative with it. I've gotten creative. You've gotten inspiration from your family. Yes. That's yes. so cool. That's yes. a beautiful thing. Yes. And so before we continue with you, Jason, yes. tell me about you. Tell me about uh, what do you do and maybe a little bit about your origin story. Sure. Um, growing up, um, I kind of, uh, I was a more introverted kid. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't really know. Uh, do you want to mention the blindness story a little Please, bit? Please, yes. Whatever, you, as deep as you want to go, my man. Sure, I'm pulling sure, the camera sure. a little closer so we can sure. hear your story sure, a little better. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, growing up, yeah, I was interested in a lot of uh, video games, a lot of um, you know, skateboarding. I did a lot of independent things because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I just, I didn't really know, I didn't really know how to really put myself out there. It was my older brother that was the more social. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as that grew, um, you know, I got into graphic design, and I got into mm -hmm. painting, I got into, ca into camera work, all, all these different things. Um, I even you know, did a little, did some YouTube videos here and there now nice. um, at the time. This was all before the blindness. Mm -hmm. uh, then when it hit, it's about five years ago, and um, yeah, I got the, you know, I was going to get new glasses. Yeah, I came up as astigmatism. Uh, mm -hmm. It was misdiagnosed astigmatism. It turned out to be uh, RP, retinitis pigmentosa, mm -hmm. Pacific. Uh, so I pretty much that year had to regroup and rethink what I was going to do. So, right. uh, you know, through that, that year, 2018, I spent uh, time, you know, just really looking at the lifestyle I lived. It wasn't the healthiest lifestyle. Mm. Um, and I cha and I just took the time to really, uh, self-assess and get, you know, get support. Um, they had the, it was the Department of Rehabilitation Center over in Maryland, um, or Doors for short. Um, to help me out with support groups and all that. And then by the end of the year, I made a decision to uh, pursue psychology. Mm. And something else I picked up, you mentioned, yeah, the piano work. That was something I did on and off, but I wasn't as committed. And then once uh, I actually, you know, I had to re rethink what I had to do that year, that was the only thing that didn't get taken away from me. Mm. That was the only thing that didn't change too much mm. was, was the music. So I put more time into music. I, I called out my piano teacher and, and that was it. So right now I'm pursuing uh, psychology and music at the same time. Wow, psychology and music. Yeah. You know, I, I wanna ask you guys, have you guys ever heard of the Alzheimer's stuff with music and, and how it reawakens the brain and, and uh, can, can really help out a lot with Alzheimer's? Have you, got, have you ever heard of that, Jason? I haven't heard of that. Recently. I haven't heard about it with Alzheimer's, but I have heard about it with autism. Mm. Because uh, a good friend of mine, she has a son that lives with autism, and he has become very, very, very good with the piano. And I mean, it's like, when he seems like he's getting upset, she say, okay, go to your piano. Mm. And he gets to playing, playing, playing. So he loves it. Look at and that. it calms him. It's, it's a peace thing for him. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's funny enough, um, I work. I worked with, previously, I've been working for the last year, I've been working with autistic students. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of, they go on. We'll go into the life mission thing. Yeah, but, um, that, but that was a, that was a group I was working with, awesome. and I was able to learn about autism. Mm -hmm. It is just it's a different way that their brain is working, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they will they will have these amazing skills. Mm -hmm. And whether it be yeah, piano, yeah, you said for music, whether mm -hmm. it be memorizing 
uh, different trains and train tracks. Just, there was just a different, uh, they just happen to have, it's like a, a certain fascination, which turns into a gift yes. of information or knowledge or ability. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what, what that's, that's really what's seen uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of people within, within certain areas of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, that reawakening of music, I, I can see how it worked. Um, with with just you know thinking about how I how I got back into it because I wasn't as motivated. But then the more I looked at, I took away as I mentioned. I mentioned I made a lot of lifestyle choices. Yes, uh, I changed, mm-hmm. and that gave me a more of a, a motivation to be better at music. Yes, that's amazing, my man. We, you know that this is kind of uh, I kind of want to take this opportunity. I'm going to set the camera back down so I can tell a little story about my testimony, my journey in my life and overcoming things uh, that I, I have maybe fell short myself. Uh, just whenever I was getting out of high school, I, uh, you know, my origin story is my grandma, Teresa, she was real biblical, very, really was a, you know, a soldier of God. And, and she really told me a lot of biblical stories growing up. And so I had lots of good seeds. She always told me about the enemy and his schemes and his traps. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always listened because I really respected my grandma. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would always say, okay, all right. She said, don't ever touch drugs. And I said, okay, grandma. And I always took that advice. I never touched drugs all the way up until senior year of high school. I touched nothing. I was just a cross-country track athlete, did that, stuck with that. But then I had some friends that uh, started dabbling in marijuana and drugs. And uh, I would always say, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, a, I'm running. I'm focused on, on other things, man. Y'all do that. I'll go play basketball with y'all. But I'm not touching it. And so I didn't touch it. But eventually, I, uh, got, I got finished with track and cross country. And I sort of gave in to peer pressure. I got curious, I guess. And I, maybe it's not so bad. They, they're not, you know, drooling out of the mouth or anything. So maybe it's, it's safe to try it, that marijuana stuff. So I did. I tried it once. And to make a long story short, once... Turn it uh, once uh, in a blue moon, turn into once a week, once a week, turn into once a day, mm-hmm. once a day, turn into every hour I might have been smoking at the peak of it. And so I was wasting all my money, all my time. My relationships were going downhill. And uh, the purpose that I had been called to by God mm-hmm. was slowly falling away. I was getting distanced from the righteous path, from the right path that I was supposed to be walking on. And uh and then, you know, tragedy kept happening. Thing, I was realizing, I kept making excuses to keep on smoking. And it, it kept being whispered in the back of my mind. You know, hey, this could be better. I couldn't go to the movies. Uh, this could be better. I couldn't go to the gym. If I was smoking weed, then I could go. But otherwise, I would always be thinking, this could be better if I was just under the influence. But that was just a trap. That was just deception. I was, I was uh, stuck into addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, about two and a half, three years ago, uh, I said a prayer. My, my, my house was falling apart. I was living in a hotel because we had a giant water leak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, I said, I prayed to God. I said, God, please take this desire away from me. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I keep quitting and coming back to it because I keep making excuses. I keep getting deceived again or something. But I really needed the armor of God mm-hmm. and uh, a psychological change of, uh, to conquer this addiction. And so, yes, spiritual, supernatural. I needed help from my father, my heavenly father. And so I prayed, please take the desire away from me. And about a month of fighting and slowing down, it was gone forever. And I've been done for about two and a half, three years now. And I've been delivered. So praise the Lord for that. And uh, 
Yeah, man, I don't know if that connects with your story, but you reminded me, Jason, of uh, what I went through about three years ago. And uh, anything come to mind, Jason? You want to share anything after yeah, that? Yeah, for me, uh, I had a similar uh, thing because I felt um, when the blindness happened, part of me felt it was consequence that I was being punished for living a life that, you know, and not because I felt very disconnected from the people around me. I didn't know it until after. I was very disconnected from family. I was very connected, very disconnected from childhood friends, mm -hmm. things like that, like a lot of, and then, uh, but after I'd say there was a time, it was my, it was my, my, uh, my biological father mm -hmm. and also a spiritual father as well. I, I go to church myself um, on Sundays. And it, it was a mix of, it was those two. And, and God was telling me that there was, Another, there was another path that I didn't know um, that was coming for me, and there was there was going to be a group of people I was going to meet that was going to push me in that path. Mm. And for me, um, just for me, my calling. Um, I don't know if, you, if we're going too late on this. Or no, for the we got time, brother. For Keep me, going. it feels like the calling for me is to bring up young brothers that were in a similar spot than me. That yes. were very introverted, that closed themselves off, you know, what, you know, on food, uh, you know, they went to, you know, went to the video games, phones, all that. I, I was in that world for a bit, yes. And, and now, now that I'm out, I found more fulfillment, reaching out and talking to people and connecting with people, mm -hmm. you know, whatever their views are. I mean, they, they don't gotta believe what I believe, mm -hmm. but as long as they understand, you know, the the the, under, the understand the just that we need as a society in general just to to build and to repair, to heal, all those things in order for us to be better as a people, mm -hmm. you know? And that, that just that just really calls to what I want to do. So um, that's basically, you know, I, got, I got here through, um, through a uh, summer program, um, wow. working, with blind, uh, in, working with blind youth, because mm -hmm. I went to um, a, a training center, uh, Blind Industry Services, Maryland. I went over there, I got training for about you know, 11, 11 months, I, did, I didn't falter. I, I, I just knew I had to get the skills I needed so that I can help others. Mm -hmm. yes. And this and what I'm doing now, working with, you know, a lot of the kids that were in my position or maybe a certain, maybe a similar but different position, I'm giving back here. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You are called, yeah. brother. You are called. Amen. That's amazing. Amen. I just uh, recently just listening to you play, um, I bought a piano. Mm -hmm. Amazingly, I just graduated with a gra uh, uh, commercial music performance degree. Mm -hmm. And uh, while I'm in there, I play the piano just enough to get by. Hey. And as I do praise and worship every Sunday, as I'm singing, I'm steady just working my fingers, working my fingers. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, God, I need to soup on the natural because I got to do this thing because mm -hmm. one go with the other. Mm -hmm. And I keep telling myself, I'm going to play, I'm going to play. And I, I keep being prophesied to that, you know, my singing is what's going to get me through. It's not going to be my cooking, even though I cook and, you know, I do some things that could be on store level. But... It, uh, it was prophesied to me is that my singing is what's going to bring me through. And I just say it's not going to just be singing. It's going to be my worship. Yeah. And I tell you, even when I cook, um, I have young ladies come up to me that want the microwave worker, that, that quick food and mm -hmm. having these babies. And it's like I'm cooking so that I can teach them, so I can tell them. And I was telling my pastor not long ago that... I'm in a period of my life where I'm moving from I can't 
to I can. Amen. I'm, I'm having a period of transformation, advocation, and perseverance. And mm -hmm. I say I want to start this new support group called TAP. And, you know, yeah, I tap with my cane, but they need to know T is for transformation. And you can only be transformed when you renew your mind. And you, you got to renew your mind in order to know that you can do something different. You don't have to be stuck into those that, that left ear that's saying, oh, it's, it's all right. It's okay. You can do this here. When you know in that right ear telling you, no, it's going to be hard, but you can press forward. You can, you can persevere, you know. Yes. Just open up your mouth and advocate for yourself. Don't listen to, oh, you don't need to do that. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, that blindness. Girl, you blind. You need to sit down. Mm. You know, girl, you blind. You need to let somebody else do that. Mm. But being able to say, no, I can do it for myself. I might take. 15 minutes to get yep. down the street when if I go with you, it's only going to take me five. Mm. But it's not how I get there as long as I get there yes, sir. and get there the safe way. And once I realize, okay, I can do this here, you know, I can persevere. I can press forward because <laughs> when I went to LCB, Louisiana Center for the Blind, mm. I left two children home, one in high school, one in college. And I was gone for nine months. Didn't have no family, no friends. And I said, okay, God, how am I going to do this? Yep. And it was just like, okay, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. And each day I got out to go do my mobility training. I said, okay, Jesus, it's me and you, it's me and you. And he took yeah. me from point A to point B to point Z and back. Yes. And safe. And just that one day, I got up to go to school. And I walked to the edge of the driveway. And it was me and two of my friends. And I stepped off the edge in the street. And before they could say something, I heard the car. And I made an about face, but I didn't hit the curb fast enough. Both feet and both hands was in the air. Whoa. I was hit by the car. Whoa. But I began to pray. And I was in my prayer language, and I said, God, nothing missing, nothing broken. I'm going to be okay. I got up off of that ground. They put, they put me on a stretcher. And to God be the glory. I had no broken bones, uh, no scratches. I had a bruise. Yeah. I was sore, mm -hmm. but nothing was missing. Nothing mm. was broken. And the weapon ain't prosper. Okay. The Come weapon on. did not prosper. <laughs> I, you know, I even had an instructor say, oh, you need to go home, Hattie, and come back after you heal. Because I was sore. Mm -hmm. I had a cane for a few weeks. But I'm just like, if I go home, I'm not coming back. I said, I'm here for a reason. And so I stayed and I pressed and I pushed and I persevered and I graduated uh, from LCB with my training skills. And I was just like, God, who would have thought you would have took me to another city in another state. I walked miles and miles and miles with no sight, with no vision, with nothing but God is me and you. And he took me from there back home, safe in one piece. And people be like, I didn't think you could do it. But I, I did all that to come back home and tell somebody, hey, I was 45. And I left two children at home. And I went to get what I needed to be able to move forward. And I come back. And I was still stuck because I felt like, oh, I still can't do it. I still can't do it. Or I let people say, oh, you can't do it. Uh, 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 well, what you going to do? How you going to do it? You know, and I'm just like, well, why did I get the training if I can't do it? So I had to come out and get that mindset. Okay, transform your mind.
Yeah. Don't be conformed to the world telling you you can't do it. Mm -hmm. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind saying, yes, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm at now. I just want to have a new mindset and know that, hey, just because this person say no, you may have three or four no's. But that one yes, that one yes. Ooh, you, know, it, you know, it doesn't matter. And, and, and I tell you what, ever since I said, God, this day I choose to say yes. So many doors have been opening. Yes, I've been getting so many blessings on each side. And I'm just like, God, you said you're going to do it. But this right here, what I need, ain't nothing too big for you. Ain't nothing too small for you. I'm just waiting for it to manifest. But it's already done. Amen. I believe that it's already done. Yes. yes. His will be done in our lives. And, mm -hmm. and you know what? Ever since I leaned on God mm -hmm. my life these past three years mm -hmm. ooh, the trajectory has changed in yes, Jesus name yes. so I'm so grateful to have interviewed you guys yes. uh Jason mm -hmm. I know that this is no coincidence that I ran into you man that you were sharing your gift and I and that we were able to highlight it I got a video you playing so I'm gonna put that right here on this clip as well mm -hmm. so uh May God continue to work in your life. Jason, you want to share anything with the people watching? Maybe those youth that uh, that you might be training up. I'm sure they're going to be watching this video at some point. So, Well, um, basically, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of establishing a body of work at the moment. And, yeah, working with, um, you know, Blind Industries and, and other organizations. Um, I'm currently in going to go into my senior year of college. And, um, yeah, after that, I'm going to work for the Peace Corps. For mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm going to see if I can reach out internationally in a way. But yeah, what I could say now is um, you're going to need to get to a point to where you need to do things for you because you it's nice to have support, mm -hmm. but you have to have that want to have that support within yourself mm -hmm. to support yeah. yourself, to sustain yourself, mm -hmm. whether you believe in God or not, mm -hmm. we're put on we're put into this world to really grow we're put into this world to really communicate hence you know commu community in it because it's, it's it's in it right mm -hmm. it's just to really and and to build something better i know you know you, you check the news you see you know all these shootings all these things going on um but you gotta understand that a lot of these shootings are coming from places of hurt mm -hmm. a lot of them are, are not don't have the guidance or the mentorship to be there and that is what I wanted to do because my father gave that to me and other male figures in my life so I'll say since Bless youth you. out there you're going to need a balance of, of, of men and female yes. uh, mentors mm -hmm. you're going to need that balance right on because there's a lot out there that, that grew up from single mother's homes without a father mm -hmm. and you can find that and you know I recommend you find that and it's just looking for those those positive male figures mm-hmm Church, church, uh, it, that helps you. You find, find, find spirit, you know, spiritual fathers for yourself. Mm -hmm. But you have to know what your calling is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important is to really know what you want to do because there's a lot of distractions these days now. Mm -hmm. Right on. That's getting people away from that path. So what I say is you need to be in that, you need to take a, get a point to yourself where you, re, where you reflect and ask, am I actually producing something? Mm -hmm. What am I working towards? Because, you know, specifically as men, because that's really what I'm, I really try to help is, is, is other blind men, is to, is to produce. And once you start on that path to produce, other people will follow. 
Yes, you lead by example. Yes. You just, you live in the light and people will see that light radiating. They're going to want to march in that light as well. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to push God on the people, but no. if you live a godly life, ooh boy, they, yeah, they, they, they might they're just gonna, see they're gonna, Yeah, they're going to be curious about you. I've come to know. Amen, brother. And I'm writing a children's book right now. I'm following my mama's footsteps. She's a children's book author. Mm -hmm. She's a teacher too, man. And so I'm following her footsteps because I had a woman, a woman mentor as well. And, and I've had a great men mentors also, but man, I'm writing a book called Hey Gamer, There's More. It's just funny that we met Jason today yes. because I want to show the kids that there is more to life. And I'm going to do that in a children's book. And, uh, you know, I, I have found my way through the children's books and through other ways, speaking and everything like this and coaching and, of course, leading by example. But, uh, yeah, you guys keep on marching. You guys find your gifts today. Realize what has God given you? What kind of gifts? Are you a speaker? Are you a writer? Are you a musician? Are you a chef? Are you a cook? Are you an artist? Are you, are you a protector like a police officer or a lawyer? Are you supposed to be an advocate for the youth? What are you supposed to be? You know, ask yourself those questions. And don't forget to show up to conferences. Show up and shadow some people and find good mentors because they're out there. You know, and they're willing to help. There's some people who are willing to help. Okay? Don't forget to, to hang out in the Word also. The Word is great. You'll find yeah. some great solutions in that. So yeah. don't forget about that. Any last words, Hattie? I just want to say, just know that it's not about, uh, it's, uh, everything is about God. But people are afraid of hearing that word God, thinking you're trying to get them into the church. Just know that you can do nothing on your own. Even, even if it's just sitting in your house, and you can do nothing on your own. I, I, someone once said one day, they told me as a joke, was saying that it was a lady praying in her house because she needed food in the house for her family. And uh, her neighbor was an uh, atheist, and he would watch her every day praying. And one day she prayed, and she said, God, can you just send me some money in the mailbox uh, and uh, I can get some food for my family? And he watching her every day, praying in the morning, praying in the evening. All of a sudden, one day she go to her porch, and the food was on the porch. The groceries was on the porch. Whoa. And when she went out there to get the groceries, all of a sudden, he pops up from behind the bush because she said, God, you answered my prayers. You answered my prayers. And he called himself being funny, saying, oh, that God you prayed to, uh, he's, he ain't answered. I'm the one who used my money and bought that groceries, mm. you know. And what he didn't realize was that he was being used by God. Right. Yeah, because he came and answered her prayers. So God will use anybody. So, you know, Woo. like you say, you can look for mentors. They're mentors. God will use anybody to mentor you. You may not want them to be your mentor, but you may find them doing something, saying something, playing something on the piano. that will minister to your spirit. And you'll be like, I don't know where that come from, but God, okay. Or, uh, man, I'm going to do this here. You know, he can use the video game. So, you know, we just got to be willing vessels, willing to say yes. Get moved the nose out of the way. Be willing to say yes. Be transformed. Learn how to advocate and push and press forward. And I say, hey, press, press, go forward. Don't give up. Don't give up. Hey, where That's can right. they find you, Jason? Where can they find you, Hattie? Jason, you first. Uh, so I'm on Facebook. Just look up Jason Spriggs. Uh, I also do a YouTube uh, MD, so it's capital M, capital D, capital S, and then last name Spriggs, right? All right. I put out a video last year, you know, just helping out, um, you know, those with 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 a blind or any disability, 
in in the dating world, in relationships, and getting wow. what you want. That that's that is another conversation itself. The world has changed. I'm telling you yeah. that now. So yeah, I, I'm going to be putting out some content going as soon as probably when I, when I finish up here. All right. Um, when I'm when I finish my program. But awesome, yeah, I'd say look out for that. Follow me on Facebook. I'll post up. Um, I'll post up performances if I'm going to church. Thing, things like that is mostly what I post. Yes, brother. Keep on being a soldier, man. Here's my hand. I want to shake your hand, Jason. Awesome to meet you, brother. Keep on marching. Keep on sharing your gift that God has given you. And don't forget to honor him using that gift because he gave it to you, brother. And you are gifted. In Jesus' name. He gets all the credit. Yes, ma- yes, sir. And Hattie, where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook. Just look under Hattie Harmison. Uh, you may see Cookie Craze attached to my name right about now because I was using that uh, to raise money to come to the convention this year. But just find me under H-A-T-T-I-E, Harmison, H-A-R-M-A-S-O-N, and that's where I'll be. All right. And stay blessed. Stay blessed. Keep yes. on sharing your light. Until next time, guys. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Help Without Sight. With Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms and tell your friends and family to do the same. And in the meantime, blessings to all.